Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Happy Thursday afternoon. Happy to have everybody with us here. Story this hour comes to us out of uh, CBC News out of Canada. And it makes the point that we, we don't know how to cook like we used to. And because of that, our inability, not just to know how to cook, but know how to just whip something up in the kitchen with what we've got is hurting us because of higher prices. Yeah, because what do you do? I mean, when you find yourself in that uh, that spot where there isn't something obvious, you look through the fridge, you look through the pantry, you go, yeah, 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 bunch of stuff. I don't want to spend an hour and a half putting together. So you order out. Well, now you're spending five, six, seven times as much for a meal as you would if you just made it yourself. Wow. Now, there are times where it is more expensive to cook than it is to eat out. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can go get a $1 hamburger from McDonald's and that is cheaper than and faster than what you're going to come up with at home. Sure. But you can buy bags of rice and pounds of pasta for what it costs to go to I'm I wanted to say Olive Garden, I'm going to not use that as an example. Go to any <laughs> decent really good Italian restaurant in town. It's a lot cheaper to make that stuff at home. But if you don't know um how to do it on the fly a little bit more and improvise in the kitchen, you're just going to be eating pasta every night. Right. Well, and see, yeah, and that's one of the points that they make in this article that I think they're spot on about is that most of us who don't, like, I don't consider myself a cook. You know what I mean? My dad mm -hmm. was a cook. That uh, he dude could make absolutely anything. But, uh, you know, I can cook, I can make things, and I can make things up usually out of what I've got on hand. Uh, I don't like to. It's not my favorite thing, or I'd probably be better at it. The thing is, I think that for most of us who are in that boat where it's like, yeah, I can make a few things, that's all we can do is we we end up making the same thing over and over again and getting bored with it and then going, I can't do this again. And I feel like there's no excuse for that if you want to learn to be better because we have TikTok and we have the Food Network <laughs> yes. and we have... And even if you don't want to pay for Food Network, Gordon Ramsay has nine shows on Fox. I mean, it's there's so many different ways. We have the internet. There's so many different ways to learn. There are apps, in fact, because I have a couple of them, where you just put in, here are the eight ingredients I've got in my kitchen, generate recipes for me. You make and, me something and, out of this. That's cool. Right. What do I do with this? So are we just lazy about it? I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably some of it. And a lot of it may just have to do with interest because uh, you know, I've got a very good friend who was my co-host over in St. Louis for many years who absolutely loves cooking. And his thing is he wants to have 20 people over at his house every night so that he can cook for 20 people. He loves it. Yeah. 
And and I just don't have that interest. I mean, there are a hundred other things I would rather be doing than cooking. I love to cook and I love to do exactly what they're talking about. I like that challenge. I think that's fun. Yeah. And there are some nights where I just don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want I thir- I love it. Give me, you know, give give me Gordon Ramsay running in the background or some show running in the background and a glass of wine, maybe. And let me just go. And I find that relaxing. And yet there are other nights where I just don't want to. And so I'd rather just eat out instead. Hey, Colin, what's your do you bachelor that you are and, and young person amongst us? You cook. You talk about it a little bit. Sometimes. You what's, bake. What's your thing? What do you? What, what's your mm. dish? Like your thing that if if a couple of friends were coming over and you were going to be doing the cooking, what are we making? I don't make the food. That's not. <laughs> that's, that's not me. I'm going and buying the drinks. That's what I do. Uh-huh. No, I, I do. I do baking. I guess like I bake cookies a lot, which is which is pretty fun. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, when I go to the store, it's a lot of ground beef and it's a lot of chicken and. Stuff that's either already pre-cooked that I can put in the in the oven or the microwave. A lot of frozen pizza. Like you said, this is the it's it's a bachelor's lifestyle, if you will. Yeah. Don't uh, go yeah, look the, in my fridge. You're uh, not gonna like. I'm down see. with the cookies. I mean, we can just have cookies for dinner. That's fine with me. I'll make some. I'll bring them in tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, aside from that, it's also not the healthy way to go. Yeah. I mean, your frozen pizza. Now, now you can get a frozen pizza, a decent one, for five bucks which is a heck of a lot cheaper than if you go and, and order one out. It, we're just not talking about the healthiest right. ways to go. And this story only gets into the cost. The fact that you can't just throw stuff together in the kitchen means you're having to buy more prepared things for your freezer or you're going out more. But you can go get, you know, frozen potatoes. You can get grilled chicken, which is what I do. And then you can meal prep it at the, at the beginning of the week. You can bake it all at once. You can put it yeah. in the oven, you know, on a Sunday night and then box it up. And then you got your meals for the rest of the week. Do that, get some rice and potatoes, you know, veggies, whatever it is. Right. But you have to do it though. You have to consciously mm-hmm. think, okay, I'm going to be making a bunch of food this week. Exactly. What do yeah. I need when I make that trip to the grocery yep. store? What's, what's your go-to Jamie? What, if you're going to be cooking dinner, what's the one that you know is always going to come out right? Um, I can almost all, I mean, I hate to be cliche about it, but give me a box of pasta and I can do many, many, many different things with it. Give me vegetables and an oven that works and I can throw roast. I mean, if I'm really in a pinch, there's always frozen shrimp in my freezer. There's always that I can defrost half of. I've always got jasmine rice. I will always default Asian. If nothing else, I can always take vegetables and toss them in an Asian something and throw it together with angel hair and put it together with shrimp and we're done. Sure. And that's fast. That's 20 minutes. Now, if I want to be fancy schmancy about it, like if I really want to go all out, I'll do risotto or I'll I'll do homemade gnocchi or something like that. But I'm not doing that for me. Yeah. Um, the, the one that I guess the one that I could do probably the fastest and we're still talking about two hours, but it's really only about 10 minutes of doing anything. And then it's just cooking it for two hours. Uh, Dad had this thing that uh, he would do with you take a cooking bag and some Casey Masterpiece and short ribs. And there's a couple of other things you throw in there, too, some onions and stuff. And then just cook that in the oven for a couple of hours. Let it really simmer, you know, uh, in inside the bag in the oven. And then just do egg noodles with it and, and veggies, you know, whatever veggie you want. Um, and it's amazing. It's outstanding. And, and there's really no way to screw that up. The other one that I don't do that often just because it takes for flipping ever is making a pizza from scratch. 
I like that too. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing that on a weeknight. No, because you can't. I mean, yeah, you need the dough needs to rise and all of that stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'm talking about starting with high gluten flour and <laughs> you know <laughs> yep. and the whole thing and just fresh tomatoes and, right. and everything. Right. Yeah. And I think that's fun on a Friday or Saturday night sure. where I've got a little more time. Yeah. So what do we do? How do we learn to get better at it? Let's go to Jacob in Platte City, see what he's making for us. Jacob, what's for dinner? Uh, you know, I don't know. I think I might, might smoke some salmon. There we go. I, I, just be careful you don't get the papers all wet. Uh, yeah. so do, are yeah. you are you that person? Can you cook if you need to? Uh, I cook all the time. Um, so I've actually, uh, I've, I've talked on the show here before about what I've cooked. And in our chat group, I share pictures all the time. Um, so it's funny. I can't remember which one of you guys mentioned it, but it's about the videos and stuff on TikTok, Facebook, whatever. I'm the TikTok um, get, one of us. Yeah. Between the two of us, yeah. I'm the one on TikTok. Okay. So I get a lot of my – so I primarily like to do things on the smoker, very many things. Um, and I get a lot of my ideas off there, and I get them from there, – there's videos on there I follow that are aimed towards beginners all the way up to more advanced stuff. I mean, Dano seasoning, Big Rig Barbecue, Nick, Di, Nick Diavani. I mean, there's so many good ones on there, and I'll I'll go down a rabbit hole watching these videos and saving different ones. And and the unfortunate part is, is I'm not around to cook as much as I really like to. Yeah. But I am that guy that I, I'll just text friends like, "Hey, you want to come over and I'll cook something for us." Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and yeah. I, I I wish more of us knew it. Jacob, thanks. I wish more of us knew it simply because we would save ourselves so much money. But again, it's it's a trade-off because you're saving money, but you're losing time. And you just have to be willing to what's more. And if you don't care. Yeah. Fine. That's okay. You can spend the money and you're perfectly entitled to that. And I also know that the restaurant down the street is going to make pad Thai way better than mine's going to be. <laughs> so I'll yeah. let them do it. Yes. They know what they're doing. Yeah. It just, um, it can save you an incredible amount of money it's even just um like last night was one of those nights where i just i was not having it <laughs> i just was not doing it my kitchen was clean i was out of hot water for a few days the hot water is back everything was clean um and there are grocery stores that do really and sprouts is one of them that's usually where i go but that do really good sushi for five dollars yeah and on at sprouts it's wednesdays and i just happen to be out that way and i'm like oh oh problem solved mm-hmm. like just go and it's not as expensive as going into a restaurant, and it's really good, and I didn't have to dirty a dish. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm very happy about it. Boy, and if that isn't the other thing about it, when oh. you get done and you just look in the kitchen and go, oh, no, no, I'm going to have to go through that. I just, I, I want to eat, and then after I'm done, I want to relax. <laughs> I want it all to go away. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I, I want it to magically disappear. You're right. You want to know what the next gig economy thing is? It's going to be that. People who just show up at your house and clean up your dishes and leave. And that's it. Don't you know, do anything else. You just know how much I would kitchen. pay for somebody to do that? <laughs> any die, any time, any day. Absolutely. Got it. Uh, if you want it, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Why the world needs a pepper that is this hot? I know you like hot food. Why we need this pepper is beyond me. But we'll talk about this one next on KMBZ. Just a quick update. Um, 
We opened the show with this at 10 o'clock and haven't really talked about it since then. Uh, we are learning a little bit more about the school shooting that happened in Perry, Iowa this morning. If you missed that, this was at 7.40, 7.45 this morning. It was their first day back at school after break, and that was before school was just, kids were just showing up to class when this happened, and you had a school shooting there. And what we know now is what was kind of suspected, I guess, uh, a little bit, you know, as, as we were going through some of the details on this, that we said we didn't know. I mean, the, the police had not identified a suspect. They said that they, they knew who it was, but they didn't identify the suspect or his age or anything else about him. Um, but now we know that it was a high school senior at the school by the name of Dylan Butler. We also know that one of the people that was injured, he was the only one killed that we know of, that among the people who were injured were was the high school principal, Dan Marburger. Uh, they say he was rushed to the hospital, is in current, currently in surgery for gunshot wounds. I got to tell you, um, I'm looking at the Daily Mail story, and they cite WHO 13 out of Des Moines, which is a, a major reputable news station oh, yeah. there. And Colin and I were talking about this this morning. Um, it was on Twitter that this alleged shooter um, had posted a TikTok in what appeared to be the high school bathroom with himself. And I think you've got the picture too, himself in a stall. Uh, and it appears to be like the handicap stall. Yeah. Looking up at the camera with the caption, now we wait. And there's a blue bag on the floor that... Uh, it looks like like uh, almost like a gym bag like you'd carry over your shoulder. It doesn't look like a backpack. It, it just looks like one of those kind of shoulder bags. But you can't tell what's in it. It's just a bright blue yeah. bag. So his social media is being scrubbed. It's being evaluated now. And uh, the Daily Mail's got a bunch in this story about weeks before the shooting, he posted a video on TikTok pretending to be in a gunfight using sticks on the children's playground. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty old for that. Uh, yeah. But that's also the kind of thing that any kid would do that. Yeah, that in itself, I don't know, is any kind of a red flag, uh, but, but uh, I mean, all we have is a still shot of it and a description. So what was said during that video, we have no idea, right. but they did say that as far as him being the only one who's been confirmed dead at this point, that it was at his own hand that he fired the initial shots and then turned the gun on himself, killed himself. And again, I want to point out, this is Perry, Iowa. What did we say the population of this town is? 8,000. 8, School district, I believe, is 1,700. Uh, you're talking 45 miles northwest of Des Moines. I just can't get over the fact this is the first day back after break. Everybody's happy to be back. See your friends. You haven't seen them in a few weeks. The elementary school, which is nearby but not attached to this building, um, was also put on lockdown. Just quite the scene that we had there this morning. Yeah, so. and, and what else are we going to learn about him in the next couple of days? We don't know. Uh, there was one young man, when they talk about the injuries involved in this, there was one young man whose name was Xander Kelly who was shot uh, twice, in fact, and he they, they said grazed both times. You want to talk about getting lucky. that they, right. sh they showed a picture of one of the injuries. I believe it's on the, the back of his arm. And it looks like something that you would get, uh, you know, just out roughhousing. You know what I mean? It's not, there was no bruising around it or anything, just a little bit of blood. And uh, they, they said that he, you know, he, his father, just to underscore how non-serious that particular injury was, that his father showed up at the school, picked him up, took him home, and is just treating the wounds at home. Right. 
All right. We'll keep an eye on this um, and see what else we learn. Police didn't say a lot this morning and said they might have more detail later this afternoon. So if we uh, if we hear more about it, we'll certainly pass that on to you. Um, real quick, uh, uh, this story, I believe, also was out of CBC News this morning. I don't know why we need a pepper this hot. <laughs> I don't know why this has to exist in the world. Yeah, we're going here again. Every every time you turn around, somebody has bred yet another pepper that's the hottest pepper in the world, and here we go again. Yeah, um, they're saying this could... Here's your, here's your soft stomach warning. Um, this is Ed Curry has again brought the heat with Pepper X, besting his own world record. He says it will make you get sick right away. Immediately. Make you throw up. Yeah. It isn't, yeah. It isn't that what we all want when we sit down to eat hot food is, boy, I hope this makes me throw up right away. Yeah. What are you going to use that for? I I don't know. I, you would use it in, in a sliver of an amount, puree it, and put it with something like sour cream to cool it off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or you could use two of another pepper and do the same yeah. exact thing. My complaint with this is, as it always is, the fact that what you give up when you make something that's that hot is any other flavor. There's, It's yeah. not going to taste like anything. Yeah, all you get is fire. Right, bang. And that's it, yeah. Um, okay, we've got the Scoville heat unit here. Okay. All right, so um, they said your run-of-the-mill jalapeno pepper hits between 2,000 and 50,000 SHU, Scoville yep. heat units. This new one, Pepper X, is 2.69 million units. That is higher on the scale than bear spray, <laughs> which is 2.2 million. Uh, sure. I, I guess that's one of those things you do just to prove you can do it. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I think can, that's his point. I, I yeah. can make a hotter one than you can. Okay, great. Good job. You did it. At some point, you can just stop. At some point, make them more flavorful. Yes. Why is the goal to get a hotter pepper? Get a sweeter pepper or a smokier pepper or something. Not only that, and you're absolutely 100% right about that, but they also keep starting from the same standpoint. Like, there's there's a zillion different kinds of peppers. There's, like you mentioned, there's jalapenos, which have that kind of waxy flavor to them. There's poblanos, which are generally pretty mild, but they have a, a different flavor profile to them. All of these ultra hot peppers are along the Scotch bonnet line. Like the the habanero right. is is where you start, and then you go through Scotch bonnet, Carolina Reaper, and they all look the same because they're all based on the same genetic material. Which means whatever flavor you get out of that is going to be identical. It's just going to be hotter. Yeah, enjoy it if you would like. No, thank you. Uh, we'll take a break here. Coming up, story that we didn't get to yesterday. Um, you have a pretty good athlete, swimmer, who is not going to be able to compete on the team anymore because of something that happened in a locker room. Get to that coming up on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 913-586-7798. All right. Um, so we had seen the story toward the end of the day yesterday. And I think it's interesting. Some of you are going to ask questions about the gender of the people involved here, because that might matter. But it's about what happened in a locker room that is causing trouble for this kid. What a mess. Yeah, you have a kid who, as a middle schooler, and he was a competitive swimmer, and as a middle schooler, uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, as far as his perspective and his parents' perspective, got a message from the school district saying that he was being investigated for what they called a pattern of abuse, a pattern of behavior that constituted uh, sexual misconduct. And he didn't know what they were talking about. No clue what they meant. But the initial letter said that he was accused between 2019 and 2022 of engaging in a pattern of sexual misconduct behavior. Didn't learn until later that that pattern of behavior was from one incident when he was a middle schooler. He's now in high school where after a meet, he slapped another one of his teammates on the butt. Now, they don't say exactly what the circumstances of that are, but what they make it sound like is we're in the locker room and he's like, hey, good match, boom. And that was it. That was what they said constituted sexual misconduct. Um, and and you know, there's a lot more to the story about why these allegations were levied in the first place and how things have been resolved since then. But what the upshot of it is, and we can get into some of those details in a minute, is that right now his career, his swimming career as a high schooler is in limbo. He's suspended while the investigation is going on, so he can't compete. But there's no word, even from the school district, as to when that when that investigation might conclude. All right, so we're assuming that the person that was hit on the butt was a male, because this was in a locker room. Yes. So if that matters to you, that's your information. Um, I want to talk about this practice amongst men that um and you guys can address this particularly Colin a little bit more than i can but that women don't do this to each other this is a guy <laughs> thing that you guys do right uh yeah I, i'm sports. not i can't answer for women on that but uh i've never I can. it's not something we do I've, but guys I've, it's something you do more i've also never slapped another guy on the butt so but I, in sports yeah it happens all the you know, i mean watch an nfl game it happens yeah. all the time okay so, so the kid is saying didn't happen. If it did, um, God, I hate the story. I mean, I think it's fascinating, but I hate it because is it possible that the kid that he hit in the butt thought that's what he felt 
and it wasn't. Probably not. And here's where the story gets really complicated, because as I said, there are other factors involved that have happened in between times. So what this the young man who was suspended and his mother are saying, and it seems to be backed up by other people who are involved in this story, is that after the incident, after the butt slapping, the the kid who was accused of doing it and a group of other kids on the team had a falling out. And there were so they they got into some kind of row like kids do. And there were allegations from both sides that they were being bullied by the other side. And then somewhere along the line, somebody sat them all down and it was resolved. So in between that time, when they were still mad at him, that's when they went to the district and lobbied or levied the accusation that he had slapped the other kid on the butt. But by the time they got the whole situation resolved and everybody was friends again, the school district is already in the middle of the investigation and he's suspended. So at that point, you can't just take it back. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I was just reading through. Um, can we talk about what safe sport is? Yes. and, and Because I'm, that plays a role here. I'm glad you brought that up. And that that paragraph in this is what I think is is really troubling about this entire thing because of the comparison that they're making. According to, uh, this is Yahoo News, and I'm sure they're re-reporting AP, it said the U.S. Center for Safe Sport is a nonprofit organization established in 2017 after sports physician Larry Nasser's sexual abuse of hundreds of gymnasts sparked outrage over how the case was handled by athletic organizations. And, I mean, you can throw the Penn State thing in there as well. I mean, sure. it, was, it was all part of the same thing. Safe Sport now has the authority to investigate allegations of abuse and hand down sanctions in dozens of sports. So, and that that's the comparison. I think that when you're talking about some kid after a swim meet who you know smacks one of his teammates on the butt, to compare that to Larry Nasser, it's like what? What? No, that's not what this is. I mean, if you want to say, all right, keep your hands to yourself, and if you don't, if you touch anybody under any circumstances, you're going to be in trouble. Well, then you're not going to have kids able to hug each other after a big win or, or high-five each other after a big touchdown or anything like that. And to, to say that that is tantamount to Larry Nasser's abuse of gymnasts or uh, you know the, all the stuff that happened at Penn State that they looked the other way on, it's not the same thing. You're right. It's not. And um, let's assume for a second that it did happen. Let's assume that it did happen and that I'm going to call him a victim. Hang with me. And the victim didn't like it and didn't want it. And so what if it's part of the culture of sports, this victim didn't like it. Again, the woman in me says, I, I hate doing this, but if he had done that to a woman, we'd be having a different conversation. It's yes. not okay to ever hit a woman in the butt like that. But because it's part of the culture of men's sports, we feel like it's okay. But what if this victim didn't want it and didn't like it? Yeah, uh, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna make another bad comparison. <laughs> so it's so, the day for so it. bear with me on this one. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's it's really all we've got. But instead of school, let's take that out of school for a minute and take it into the workplace. 
And if you have a, an incident that takes place in the workplace, usually, unless it's something egregious, I mean, yeah, you can't walk up to a woman and grab her breasts. Okay, everybody knows that, that right. you know, that's sexual assault. But if you have an incident where somebody says something in the workplace and the other person is uncomfortable with it, normally what happens is they go to HR and HR goes to the person who said it and says, don't do that again. They didn't like that. Knock it off. Or then you're going to be in trouble. So if you take this back to that and say, okay, if if there was a problem with it and they had gone to the coach and said, they're slapping me on the butt after the meet, I don't like it. Then the coach goes to them and says, stop it. Don't touch him again. Done. Unless they do. And, and then if they do, then obviously there's going to be payment to be made for that. Not payment, but you know what I mean. You, you're you're going you're gonna to be punished for that. I'm having a hard time with this one um, because it's – um, just because something is generally accepted doesn't mean it's okay for you to do it. Right. But y- usually you have to say, you know, if it right. is, if, especially if it is something that's generally accepted like that, you have to be the one that says, okay, you did that. I understand that goes on around here. I don't like it. Don't do it to me. And you have every right to do that, by the way. And I, and I don't think anybody should be punished for that, for saying, look, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. But in this story... I mean, we're talking about retaliation for something that didn't have anything to do with the butt slap. We're talking about kids who were in a fight over something else. Right. And and it escalated. And then by the time they had worked it all out, all of a sudden, this organization takes over and they're the ones who are responsible for the investigating. Well, how long ago did this happen? How many years ago? Uh, boy. Well, Several. He's, yeah, he was in middle school at the time. 20, yeah. 2017, I believe. Seven or, tw- years I mean, ago? Tw- 2019. Five years ago. I mean, good luck investigating from five years ago. Yeah. And whether, um, now I sh- maybe I shouldn't take that lightly. If, it, if someone hits me in the butt five years ago, I'm probably going to remember that. <laughs> yeah, but, right. But maybe this kid won't remember. I, I don't like that it's five years later. It's hard to investigate at that point. Sure. Um, at what point should we just be moving on? And uh, you got to figure, if he's 13 years old now, that means he was eight at the time. Right. Right. How do we how do, how do we resolve this one? What's the way out of this one for the for this kid? Because I, right now, yeah, his, his sorry, his entire yeah, swimming yeah. career in high school is on hold while this investigation and, and his mom keeps going back to this organization saying, when are you going to have a decision on this? And they keep telling her when we do. So in the meantime, he just has to wait yep. and see what's going to happen with his swimming career. Wow. OK. Um, I don't, the story's just icky. The story's just, just complicated. And, and I feel bad for him. Like if he did the thing, he shouldn't have done the thing, but that was yesterday's problem. That was, that's an old problem that we should have dealt with before. Yes. And, and they end this article on a really, I think, a spot-on note that um, there's a bit of editorializing that goes along with this. They said, while organizations like Safe Sport exist to fulfill a noble goal, protecting athletes from horrific abuse at the hands of powerful individuals within elite sports, the case of this teenager shows what can happen when these systems become opaque and all-powerful, providing almost no due process for the accused, the result is nothing short of bureaucratic nightmare with little hope for due process and for those accused of wrongdoing, no matter how slight. If you have thoughts, 913-586-7798. Feel free to get in here. We'll get to your comments on this next on KMBZ. I love this next story about Tesla. If you are a Tesla owner, 
cover your ears because we know this gets a little touchy sometimes. <laughs> but I think this is hilarious because I saw the story this morning in little blurbs here and there first. Oh, I didn't even see the call. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. We'll go back to the call. We is Liz still on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's bring Liz sorry, in real quick and I then didn't uh, even see it. And then we'll yeah we'll get back to what happened with the Teslas. Hi, Liz. Hi. Uh, what if it's more like sabotage? Maybe uh, when the kids told the parents and this child because he's a better swimmer, and maybe he's trying to sabotage it to level the field so that he can get some ranking. Yeah, it could be. And that's that's another troubling thing about this is that by making an accusation like that, even if it's something that didn't bother you at all, that you could get somebody kicked off the team potentially for years. Yes. Yeah, it's a great uh, that's thought. Just, that's just my view. All right. Thanks, Liz. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Liz, for the call. Hey, Colin, real quick. Is that culture changing at all? That guys smacking each other in the butt thing, is that... Is that just kind of um, here to stay? I mean, the kids roughhouse each other, I think, is a is a good verbiage to use for it. But, I mean, at least from my perspective, being, you know, in charge and, and, and as a coach of those kids, I mean, I, I don't do it. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a good look for a coach to do it anymore. Oh, I would no. agree. <laughs> you know, no, I, no. I don't, I would I don't agree. mess. I don't mess with it. I don't I don't touch the kids. That's not. No, I, I mean, I'll give them a fist bump or a high five or, you know, there there were some hugs going around um, at our at our big ceremony at the end of the year, just seniors, you know, getting emotional and stuff like that. But other other than that, no, I don't I don't touch the kids. Yeah, never touch the kids. Never. Uh-huh. It's the first rule of teaching or coaching. Yeah, physical never, contact, I don't, I don't mess with it. I, I also want to dispute the idea. I hate it when people say this. Well, now this kid's life is over. No, it's not. No. It's not. It stinks. He might not be able to swim and perhaps get scholarship money for college at some point and can't compete, but his, the kid's life is not over, over this. No. So he'll be okay. It just faster, the better. But I think the point that they made again at the end of that article about when you allow an organization like safe, safe sport to have that kind of opacity where they can just delay and delay and delay as long as they want to. And if they don't feel like making a decision this year, they're not going to do it. And they don't have to report to anybody about why they're delaying. That's a problem. It's unfair for a lot of reasons. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. My apologies. I was looking at 13 different things at once. Now we go back to Tesla. Sorry. <laughs> How Paul dare and I were you talking pay attention to the world? <laughs> we were talking about another story coming up a little bit later this week about the construction story. And I got lost in a couple things. Um, okay. So again, to go back here for a second, I thought the story was funny because I first saw this story out of a Norwegian news service, like their point of view on why they can't use Teslas in driving schools. It was like three sentences on a blurb. So we found a longer version of this. And yes, in fact, it's true that Tesla is being banned from some driving schools because of the location of some of the, the signals. Yeah, and I didn't even know they did this. Uh, I've never driven a Tesla, so I, I wasn't aware that they, they had this. But they put the turn signals as buttons on the yoke, on the steering yoke, because they don't have a regular steering wheel. They've got the yoke that looks like a kind of like an airplane yoke. And uh, so there's a button for left turn signal and there's a button for right turn signal. They don't have the stick that you flip up and down like most of us do. Because of that, they don't want, like the driving schools don't want to teach people that's where your turn signals are because if they drive another car that's not a Tesla, it's not going to be there. Yeah. Um, and so 
I've not heard of any other drive. This is the first I've heard of this anywhere. I don't know why Norway is the one making news first. Yeah. But they said um, kids are starting to learn to drive in electric vehicles because they said almost every new car sold in Norway is all electric. And so Tesla is the most popular brand. So it's what they teach them on then. Um, but they said, yeah, because of this feature um, that was first introduced on the Model S and the Model X, and now is on the Model 3, they don't want to use it. Um, and, and Tesla defends it. Yeah, I mean, Tesla defended it by saying, yeah, well, that means we have to put another piece in the car. Right. Right, like every other car manufacturer does. And it, it can be tricky. I mean, there have only been a couple of times that I can think of where something dramatically changed like that inside the car. That, you know, in terms of the controls of the car. Um, and it takes a little getting used to, sure, but with, with turn signals, I mean... That's one that if you've driven a car at all, I mean, they're talking about driving schools, so these are people who probably haven't. But if you've driven a car at all, that's where you're going to look for them. And if that stick's not there, it may be confusing, at least for the first little while. One of the arguments they make is that we're going to have self-driving cars soon. And oh. so there's, this uh. is the way it's going. Yeah, yeah. How about this hey, is the way it's going to be. Hey, Tesla, since you just had to recall 2 million cars to take that out, <laughs> how about you don't use that for your argument? Okay. Uh. Don't, you, you know how they, uh, there's, there's an old adage that says fusion energy is going to be the energy of the future. And it always will be that we're never actually going to get there. I see self-driving as exactly the same thing. The self-driving is 10 years away and it always will be. We're never going to get there. We're not that good at making these things do that. Um, we'll get to more stories about roundabouts coming up uh, as we start the one o'clock hour. But that's also part of the reason is that Norway is full of roundabouts. Yeah, we, we stink at them here, but they're all over the place in Europe. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that in the one o'clock hour. But they said a driving student would fail their test if they don't activate their turn signal in a roundabout in Norway. And kids are finding it difficult while turning the steering wheel to activate the turn signal at the same time. Yep. Yeah, and this is all about Tesla saying, no, 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 everybody else has been doing it wrong the whole time. We, we've got the right way to do it. And it's that same kind of hubris that Elon Musk is famous for. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems silly to me because, like you said, with the turn signal being on the stalk, as you're turning the wheel, it's easy to turn the turn signal the direction that you're going. Um, have you ever had to relearn something like that? I mean, has there been anything that's changed that much since you've been driving? Boy, that's a really good question. Not that I can think of. The only um, change that's been made, and it, it was actually made before I started driving, but I always drove older cars, was the high beams. It used to be oh. the little switch on the floor that you activated with your left foot, and now it's on the stalk, usually the same one with the turn signals. I mean, probably the only thing I've had to get used to is having a push-button start yeah, instead of a key start. Right. And that, which isn't a dramatic thing to get used to. The other thing, that, uh, the gear shift to, to put the car in drive, that's mm -hmm. that's starting to now become the little turny button thing instead of a <laughs> like a shifter. Uh -huh. stick. That's a technical term, turny button. Uh -huh. thing. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> I think that looks cool, but I don't enjoy having it. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it either. And actually, the first generation of that was why that kid from the Star Trek movie ended up dead. Um, the, the, I can't remember his name. The one who played Chekhov in the in the Star Trek movie that came out about ten years ago, and he died in his driveway. He was doing something on his car and didn't put it all the way in park because he used to have oh, to wow. hit a button in the middle of it to put it in park, mm -hmm. and it rolled over him and killed him. 
Wow. So they had um, to change the way that those worked. And now, I mean, our car has one that you'd spin the little dial to go into drive. It's funny. I'm just laughing at myself because um, on my most recent trip, they drive on the other side of the road. And I readjusted to driving back on the right side very quickly, except for the fact that um, your turn signal and your windshield wipers are flipped when you drive on the other oh, side of the road. Yeah, right. And I'm still doing the wrong thing. I'm still hitting my turn signal when I mean to hit my windshield wipers and vice versa. I'm still, I still have not gotten used to that. My brain just can't do the flip back. Boy, that's a good question. I'm trying to think about what else would be. And is there anything else on a car that's going away that we have to think about when kids learn to drive? Like, should we yeah. think about the cars they're going to be driving, <laughs> not what they drive now? Yeah, and, and how much of it is going to change? I mean, th the other real adjustment that we've had over time is getting used to the fact that there is now a giant tablet computer on the dashboard of the car to control everything. Uh, yeah, those, I mean, that used to be just a little screen, and now it's this giant thing. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, there, there have been things that we tried over time and just didn't work. Like the heads-up mm -hmm. display, that went away. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That did, yeah. All right, speaking of driving, we will talk about this roundabout causing problems in Olathe and the Grand Master roundabout that apparently we need in San Francisco. We'll get to that coming up on KMBZ. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.